welcome back to Soccer Pro. My name is Keegan, and I hope you enjoyed the last episode. It was probably better quality than um, the episodes before. But um, let's get on with the show. I'm just going to give a few shout outs. Um, and I also have a new uh, segment for the show. So, um, send in any requests or comments if you want any players singled out or any more info on different outside football topics or inside football topics. Send me your comments and I will shout you out in the next video. Also, thanks to Anchor for letting me play my podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a tactics and how it affects people. So let's get on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to segment two. And we are getting in deep into how soccer affects people and the tactics behind soccer. It can affect people in many different ways, not just mentally, not just physically, but it can actually help people because you might be going through a tough time and other people not realizing that and you have one way to let go of your stress by playing soccer and it's not just you who plays it and your mates, it's people halfway across the globe who play it as well, people in Africa, people in United Kingdom, people in the US, people in Argentina, people in Brazil. Every place imaginable, there's people who play soccer. So that is why it gets to people so much. Also, it affects people in other ways like that. It can affect people physically because people love going to soccer and cheering. Because people love playing it. It can make them healthier, more happier, and it can even make their mind smarter because When you play a sport, it gets your blood pumping and also makes you more able to listen. How is that possible? Well, when blood pumps around your body, it pumps to your brain. And when you're doing sport, your brain is thinking. So it makes your brain more active. And it makes your brain easier to take in knowledge. You're like a big sponge when you're playing football or any sport for that matter so I encourage people to play sport but preferably soccer because I'm not the biggest fan of tennis no offense to anyone who's listening anyway there is also tactics how does tactics affect people well not just tactics but how are tactics made well firstly when England first played their first ever international game. So this would be like 100 years ago, remember? They lined up with eight people at the front, two people at the back and one goalie. And basically all they had to do was run and try and run through the defenders. That was the tactic, run through the defenders. It's pretty harsh tactic when you think about it. And today, some of that is still even incorporated in football. See, it's not incorporated as much because it's not a good tactic. 
but there are still different ways it's incorporated. Such as, you might have a team which is a big, strong team, and they're versing a little team which likes to pass the ball. They'll just try and hit them as hard as they can. And that was one of the main tactics back in those days. And also, once they started realising that bashing into people and running with the ball just straight through everyone isn't the best idea, they decided, let's make a different style. And then they thought, hmm, what's better than that? Let's just get one player who's going to hoof the ball up as far as they can and everyone's going to run onto that ball and try and shoot. Sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Well, I tell you, it wasn't. Because there was other teams which defended that and passed around them. And since then, there's been a lot more different tactics to get bored up the pitch, such as overlaps, underlaps. There's also been other tactics, just like you do one-twos, you know, you make triangles, you do all of that different stuff. But then there's still people who just love getting up the headers and doing different stuff with the head. And that is still incorporated in today's game because it is one of the most effective ways to score. So, that is why tactics is one of the most important parts in football. There is many different ways you can score a goal. Whether it's with the outside of your boot and the inside, from with your head, with your chest maybe, even with your knee. Who knows? But there's so many different ways. So that is why... There is a lot of different tactics so that different people can shoot with different plays and different touches and stuff. You know, like Roberto Carlos, when he got the ball, he just hit it with the outside of his boot and curled around and went in. Everyone loves different tactics. So it is important to know that when a different team comes up against a different team, so say there's a team which loves to hoof it up and there's one team which loves to pass it around, they've each got to adapt to that style of play of the other opponent. And also, this can happen by in the pitch. Some people's pitches are smaller than others, such as Arsenal's. So that's why when they play at home, they're usually better because they're used to that style of football. And now that I'm finished talking about this, I am going to, we're going to go on to seg three, which is a new segment, and I hope you enjoy it. Alright, and welcome back to segment three of the podcast, where our newest segment, Quiz Time. This week's Quiz Time has a theme, and this theme is World Cup theme. So we're going to be giving you World Cup themed questions and there's going to be a multi-choice, which is the first one, a true or false, which is the second, and a your own answer one where you have to think for yourself, not guessing, at the end, which is the third one, right? Let's go. Who won the first World Cup? Was it A, Uruguay, B, Argentina, or C, France, baguette, baguette. It was Uruguay. If you said Argentina or France, unlucky. Better luck next time. True or false? The first ever World Cup goal was scored by a Frenchman. 
it is true. First ever goal was scored by a Frenchman in 1920 in the first ever World Cup. They ended up winning that match 4-1. It was a pleasurable time, I could say, for them, but probably not as much for their opponent because they just lost their first ever World Cup match. Anyway, when did England, home of football, last win the World Cup? They last won the World Cup in 1966. That is so long ago. And they're considering they are still the biggest league in the world. So many of those players are foreigners. So the last time they won the World Cup was in 66, 1966. There is a book about it called The Boys of 66, which I have. It is interesting read. Anyway, we have finished segment three. And I hope you enjoyed segment three. Um, see ya. And we're going to give some shout outs in seg four. See ya. Hello and welcome back to Seg 4 of the Soccer Pro Podcast. Um, I'm going to give some shout outs. Um, thank you to Anchor and the people who do the music. I've got their link in the description if you want to go and check them out. That's really cool. Um, also, the quiz time was inspired by a podcast which I listen to called Past and the Curious. Feel free to check them out on wherever you get your podcasts. They're really good podcast anyway also i have a shout out which i haven't done because i didn't realize i even had it um a shout out to the photography for my front for the front of my soccer pro podcast if you like and also um i'm going to send a shout out in the next video to anyone who sends in requests or sends in thanks or sends in anything like that i will send a shout out to you at the end of my video so be listening for that and also try and comment as much as you want listen to the podcast pass the pod um i thank you all for listening i love you guys seriously um I'll see you later in the next pod.